0: Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is the Taryn Lamp Show. Are you? This is the Taryn Lamp Show, Season 7, Episode number 3. I'm on a little early today to make sure my guest could get on okay. So I'm looking forward to meeting her kind of on Instagram Live. We've been talking back and forth through text message. I'm looking forward to hearing her story and hearing her story of helping us find our purpose. And I know that's big on everybody's mind, especially as we get the new year started. So I'm really excited about learning about her, learning about her journey, learning about how she is helping others and herself find their purpose. So I'm waiting for Danielle to get on right now. Thank you so much for joining me. This is, again, season number eight, The Taryn Lamb Show, episode number three. We've been going strong for about, goodness, almost three years. So in May, it'll be three years that I've been doing the show. So if you're listening, if you're watching, any of that good stuff, make sure you're liking, following, sharing, subscribing. I am on YouTube now, and I am Taryn Lamp, and this show will also be a podcast on Apple Podcasts, The Taryn Lamp Show. So I'm going to get Danielle in right now, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing her, her journey and how she's helping others kind of uh, find their purpose. So let me get her on here. Let me get you on here. Invited you live. And again, this is the Taryn Lee show. Hello, how are you?
1: I am good. How are you?
0: So funny. You were like, is it okay for real life? I'm like, yeah, that's what everybody does. It's crazy though. Like we're moving. And I just
1: literally got told a second ago that we have another showing. So <laughs> real life. So you might hear people in the background a little bit and Asking questions, but we'll try to be as quiet as possible in the background.
0: I promise you on this show, we've heard worse.
1: (laughs) I just think it's so funny. I had like everything laid out perfectly, right? But that that goes right into our conversation, right? Things don't happen exactly as planned. And we have to have those tools in order to really be able to stay present in what is in front of us.
0: Yeah, and, and like I said, I mean, I've had people curse. I've had people cry. I've had people do And they say, can you edit this out? And I'm like, no, you can't edit out life, right? To your point. You can't edit out human, right? Right. For human. So I'm looking forward to kind of, I was, you know, looking, of course, on your Instagram and your, on your website. And, you know, that is a big thing of mine is, like, being uh, purposeful. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a cold. No, you're and good. finding your journey and finding your purpose. I just had a conversation even, you know, I think about it from a personal standpoint, but I had a conversation about finding your purpose. And so I think what you're doing can relate to people personally and professionally. So if you wouldn't mind just starting off a little bit about your journey and then sharing with us kind of how you got into the work of finding your own purpose, and then helping others kind of find find their purpose.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let me just get back in my body because it's been crazy over here and I just want to be able to give you a full answer. But for me, it was really my own struggle. And I just struggled with depression mm. pretty much my whole life. Didn't realize it at the time, but I struggled pretty much my whole life. And I started to really notice I started to struggle in about fifth grade when I was bullied. And that was the start of all of it, right? And then I also started to notice that people around me were struggling. My sister was really struggling. And it got to a point where my sister was in the psych ward and I was just battling really deep depression still. And my mom had already been searching for answers for us and my other sister for about 25 years. Mm -hmm. And she couldn't find answers that would stick for us, that we would get better, and then we would get worse again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we become even worse even more worse I don't even know if that's a word, but even a phrase, but you know we would be we would get even more worse than we were previously, and it got to a point where we just realized that there was something that doctors these therapists, chiropractors, all the different things that we had tried just weren't understanding, and it was no one's fault it's just what we're taught in society of how to work through what we go through and and finally there was just that point where my sister was in that psych ward that we said there has to be something else that's going on here we have to get deeper we have to get to the root of what's really going on and meanwhile i was actually in matchmaking i wasn't in it for very long but i was in it and i was helping a really professional matchmaker very very like known matchmaker helping her with setting up people's profiles and i realized that these women nor these men really knew who they were and if they didn't know who they were how how were they going to love themselves and how were they going to attract that right partner and i was always that girl that sat in therapy and just wanted to understand why things didn't work why they didn't work for me why it wasn't sticking. And there definitely was a piece of me that I do not like the word victim. Um, It's just I wasn't ready to move forward. There was definitely a piece of me that just wasn't ready to face myself. But there also was this piece of me that really did want answers. And I wasn't receiving those answers. And so it finally just got to that point where we started doing our own research, and it started with EFT. So if anyone's on here listening to the replay, EFT is Emotional Freedom Techniques. And for us, it was too rigid. And what I mean by that is, yes, you work on the subconscious, but it wasn't deep enough for ourselves and the people that we were helping. You weren't actually getting to the root of what was actually going on you were finding calm in your body, but you were continuously having to rework whatever you had kind of just worked through. It was almost like an in-the-moment type of thing versus really fully working through something. And we also started studying somatic healing, which, right, is going through all the different emotions, going through the fear, going through all those different emotions, really feeling it in your body, but it was too slow. Mm. And we just knew that. There had to be something different and there had to be a different way of doing it because the people that we help, they really want it fast and they want it now and they connect pretty instantly. And so that's when we started studying other works from other leaders, but also finding those gaps in that work that didn't work for the type of people that we serve. And that's what really led me down my purpose is Not only my sister being sick and recording my first meditation for her that I was basically told to record, which I can explain later about my gift, but I recorded her something that was the start of changing her life that got her back in her body. She was so in her head, she couldn't get in her soul, she couldn't get in her heart, she couldn't feel. And she couldn't feel what she actually needed to feel in order to release what was actually there. So that was the first piece of the method but what i really realized i'm here for as we're talking about purpose and this took me a long time took me a long time to understand this is i'm here for the empath i'm here for the person that absorbs emotions the person that might has been labeled highly sensitive or just feels highly sensitive and i really do truly believe that revival society is creating a new world for these people, because it doesn't exist in this way. And people that are out there, that are really struggling, that absorb emotions, there isn't that place for people to really be able to find their truth, speak their truth, and feel validated. It's okay. She doesn't care. It's real <laughs>
0: life. It's all good. Real life, <laughs> <Honestly>. like, <laughs> sunroom, It's like the sun room. It's like. And asking me a random question so it's okay so I want to okay I want to tie two things together that I like that you said one thing you said was uh, getting out of your head and into your heart yeah and then connecting that because I feel like I'm that person who someone might say is too sensitive and so like thinking to myself how to get out of my head and then express those emotions as opposed to keeping them. I guess maybe, I don't know, do I keep them in my head or am I afraid to express them? You know? Like, I mean, I'm I'm putting that connection together for myself as you're saying it, because I can totally see myself. And anybody that knows me would know, yes, she does stay in her head a lot. And they would also say, you know, to a certain extent, those emotions, you know, I'm not, you know, I I don't know, I don't know where they go sometimes. So it's interesting to put that connection together just as you're speaking about it in real life, you know, like, oh, yeah, I see where she's going with this and how to get that. I feel like it's like you're saying, like, how to get it on the table, you know, how to get it out there. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's really, it's about not shoving them back down, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of us grow up in households. Some of us don't, but even if you don't, you might feel not safe in the real world, right? So everyone has their own story, and what I always say is it doesn't matter how how others viewed it. It's how you viewed it, but most importantly, it's how your body viewed it, and really what it's about is not shoving it back down. Something that I love that a client said, and I, I couldn't say it better myself, is he said, you'll know you're ready to do this work when you're willing to be honest with yourself. It's not necessarily, yes, a lot of our clients have to be honest with us if they choose that, right? But you can also do this work without telling us a thing. But most people want to tell us things, right? But the point is, is it's not about that. It's about being so honest with yourself. It's about the things that you have lied to yourself about. Yeah. The things you haven't wanted to admit about. It's the mistakes that you've made that you regret, but you've never really been able to work through. It's about the relationships that you just, you feel like they're a dead end and you haven't been able to work through them but you wanna work through them. And it is about it is about the, you know, trauma that you have faced. Hmm. But whether you think it's trauma or it's not trauma, it's something that's lying dormant in the body that is just continuously trying
0: to build. And what are some, like, I guess, you know, you don't have to give away all the, the secrets right now, but what are some of the things or, the, or some steps maybe people can start to think about what that, what that looks like for them? So the first
1: piece is awareness. And what I mean by that is there's an awareness that someone creates for you right? They tell you something. Hey, I noticed you do this. Hey, have you ever noticed that you do this? That's Uh, awareness. But then there's the other awareness, which is where change actually happens. And that's the awareness that you can see it in yourself. But it's not just seeing it in yourself. It's being unwilling to not see it. And it's an awareness that you can't see. And you are ready to not unsee it. And what I mean by that is you want to create this special place in your heart. I
0: t- I, um, you. Hi, Hi, TAYLOR. Thank you so much for joining this. Hey, guys, this is the and Lamb Show. Danielle is talking about awareness. I'm asking her about some steps to take to kind of get out of my head and out of our heads. So this is what we're talking about. This is Danielle from Revival Society, and she is talking about awareness. Hi, TAYLOR- Nice to uh, see you, friend. And go ahead, Danielle. I just wanted to say hello and then, yeah, back to awareness.
1: Absolutely. You're totally good. So it's really about that awareness of allowing yourself to, one, one, get out of your head, to realize that you have a body. And we live in a world that is just so busy. Mm -hmm. There are so many voices. I see so many people like... I'm just gonna say it like thinking they're in purpose, thinking they're going after their dream, when they're just going after someone else's, you know thinking people are in the right um in the right relationship or the right friendships or right, and they're just going after what somebody else told them to do versus really getting in that deep place in their heart, and you know i I've dealt with the same thing right, and I'm gonna be honest on here like this is all about vulnerability for me as well and you're human right and so it's learning how to see those things quicker and being able to notice them and being able to change them faster right
0: how much of it is and tyell tyell knows me this guy on here tyell so i'm gonna have to have you on the show for sure how much of it is danielle noticing it and being okay with it and so let me give you an example that you brought up for me you brought up for me where people, how people say, oh, Taryn, you do this, you do that, you do this. And again, if my husband comes out here, one of the things he always, you, you uh, ask a lot of questions. People say you talk a lot, you know, those things, right? I have this report card back when I was like three that says practices self-control, needs to practice self-control. And so I used to think that it was I used to just be beat up by that. Like, oh my gosh, I ask a lot of questions. Oh my gosh, I talk a lot. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And be scared of that, right? And then try to change myself and say, OK, well, I'm not going to be the person who speaks up in the room. I'm not going to be that person. And then, number one, now I'm in a career where I talk and I make money talking. And number two, I have this show where it's giving back to others each and every week, and talking is now turned into my gift as opposed to something that I used to be afraid of what others tell me so how much of that awareness is is uh is either you, you know deciphering when to hold them when to fold them right when to say I need to get a hold of this and when to say you know what I need to be okay with this and this is what makes me me
1: well, let's get into that you ready for that I don't know I don't no. know it's not going to be too deep for you actually believe it or not it's going to be okay. for maybe someone that's listening so okay. you just explains to me perfectly that you're someone that can do the work consciously right so you had that report card when you're three years old it told you you were too much or you needed self-control okay? and at first you quieted and you stopped talking you stopped speaking but then you landed upon more of your purpose and realizing, wait a second, this is my gift, this is my purpose. I can go out there and I can do this. Not everyone can do that. So what I mean by that is that for you, you were able to almost like turn consciously something that you struggled with at three years old into something that was your gift. And the people that I serve They can't just turn that around. What happens is that report card gets stuck in their body and they can't move forward. No matter what they try, no matter what they do, they still stuck in that I'm too much. I need self-control and they can't find that gift because that energy from that report card is still stuck in their body
0: and it's building. I can totally see that. I can, I can see that. I mean, that's just a you know an external example. I'm sure there's many of of them, for, but that was an example. When you said about awareness and how, I just was curious on this things to think about, you know how how you can uh, be aware and be be either a you know take it and and do something about it or or B, kind of move it into your purpose. Yeah.
1: So can, so can, I, can I answer that for you because I know we didn't answer your question yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No worries
1: was how do you know if it's something you should take and put it into your own awareness or it's something that somebody else is triggered by you and it's something that you really you accept about you Mm -hmm. right the the way that you really can start to do that is it sounds simple but sometimes it really is that simple for some people is you can start to understand when someone makes a comment about you you can first notice do you feel that in your body Do you notice that do you feel that like if somebody were to say to you you're too much Taryn right do you feel any of that in your body still
0: yes the answer is yes
1: okay Okay. interesting
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so if you do that just tells me you have been able to bulldoze through it you haven't necessarily worked Uh, through it oh
0: okay no I totally get it
1: so what I mean by that and the reason I'm kind of not picking on you I, I know you don't feel that way but the reason I'm using you as an example is because I want other people to start to see themselves in you like what's their story what's their are they shoving it back down too are they able to bulldoze through it or are they that person that that report card is what kept them right where they are and they haven't been able to move through right everyone is at a different place on their journey for you I can already tell you I call you a bulldozer and what I mean by that is you're able to move through things very quickly, very fast, but there's going to be a time where something may trigger you that kind of sends you in this, not spiral for you, but more of a stuck state for you where you're like, what's going on here? Like I was fine yesterday, and maybe that happened yesterday, that thing, or maybe it was a week ago, that thing that happened, but for you, it's not what happened yesterday. It's not what happened a month ago. It's what happened years ago, right? Yeah report card it might be something else right so my job is to help someone get to the root that is my gift that is my purpose is to allow people to really get to those roots of what's actually stopping them and what's actually affecting them so they actually can see in that full purpose but not just say they're in full purpose but to feel like for example me sitting here with you today i've been behind the scenes for the past seven years i've done a few podcasts here and there But mostly i've been behind the scenes it has taken me about six and a half years to want to share the work that i do because that's the type of person that i am is i want to make sure that something's proven i want to make sure that i really know that i can help somebody and it's really important for somebody to realize that if they're stuck right now with this type of work it doesn't mean you're going to be stuck in a week or two weeks you just have to find that method that really works for you. So going back to what you were asking about, you know, how do you really know is you feel it in your own body and you feel if you notice your type, you notice your chest gets heavy, you notice if your stomach starts to hurt, And it, it can get a little complicated in the beginning, but then it's really about, okay, is this something that's just, a trigger for you? Is this something you have to work through? Is this something that you have to move through? Is this something you've already worked through? There's there's like a whole sequence of how it works in the method, but the best piece that I can share to not make it so confusing for people because it actually is very simple, is notice if you feel that in your body. If someone okay. says so that again, notice if you feel that in your body, right? Because a lot of people they think they've worked through what they've been through, but really what they've done is they've just shoved it back down or they've just overcompensated or they've just, you know, and they're doing the best they can, right? I'm not here to blame. It's more for people to start, start to understand, wait a second, am I actually through that? Am I actually over that relationship I had with my high school boyfriend that I was in love with it, right, like, you know, it's, it's serious things actually, like even though it sounds so simple and so small,
0: these things really affect people. No, like- no I'm going to use that. I'm going to use these. I'm going to use that one simple question. You know, I want to bring you back on the show eventually, but until I talk to you again after this, I'm going to use that one simple question. Do I feel it in my own body? And then I'm going to tell myself, and then I'm going to eva- evaluate what's going on from there. Because to your point, if it impacts me that's still to to the point where I feel it in my own body, then I haven't, you know, dug dug deep enough. I think I would say um, is what I hear you saying, anyway. Uh, and, and that's do 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 I feel it in my own body? What type of now I know my own again, but what type of maybe you can share either yours or clients or however you want to do it. What type of obstacles do people have getting in? You know doing this work? I mean, I, other, you know, there's the obvious, like not being able to kind of dig deep enough, but what type of other things might have you had in your journey or others have in their own journey that, you know, prevent them from getting to where they need to be? What question. I would
1: say there's a few things. One is, right, I already said this, you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm you have to be willing to trust a process. You have to like, even if you've never trusted a process before, you gotta to get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm gonna trust it, right? And for you, it could be three sessions. For you, it could be four months. Like everyone is so different based on what they've been through. Um, so you have to trust that process. You have to start to learn to trust yourself again. Right? People really struggle is they'll do the work, but then they won't do it on their own because it's a practice. It's an everyday practice that can literally eventually take you five minutes. It will change your whole entire life every single day. It's pretty incredible, that it's able to do that so quickly. You have to build that foundation first. And what happens for some people is they want to do the work with me or my mom, but they don't want to do it on their own. And just doesn't produce as great of results as it can. You can still get crazy results, you still can get incredible mm-hmm. breakthrough. But you're human. And you're gonna go through other things. And there's gonna be maybe a little sliver that your body wasn't ready to release at that point, because you didn't even realize how deep that memory really was. It doesn't happen often. But it sometimes does. And you gotta trust yourself to release that. Right. We're all there, but that- place that I really see people that can struggle mm-hmm. the other place that, that I really see people struggle is just rationalizing not rationalizing what they've been through not saying well oh I have a relationship with my mom now so we're best friends like everything's fine it's like you're not gonna be able to do this work can't rationalize. And then the other one I want to share, I think this is a huge one. I don't see it as often now as we've completely perfected this method. But this is one thing I've seen in the past is clients will get through the process. And then they'll reach a little bump in the road because you're a human and you have things that are going to come up. And that's where people think they have failed. Mm -hmm. And that is actually where they actually are succeeding. It's just that next phase that they're getting to in the method, and the process, and their healing journey. And that's where I see a lot of people quit. And that that is where I think people start to fall again, is they think they have failed, yeah. but they haven't failed. They're just at a new place in their journey. I
0: can't. And- Totally see that, because that would be, this is, guys, this is the Taryn Lamb Show, season season six, season eight. I don't know where I am. Season eight, episode, I'm so into the conversation. Season three, I mean, season eight, episode three. I'm so into what she's saying. I don't know what's going on right now. So season eight, episode three, if you have a story, and we all do, I'd love to have you on the show. we are taking guests for the rest of the 2023 year. Please make sure you get a hold of me by any means necessary. This will be on, on my Instagram, on Danielle's Instagram. It's also going to be on YouTube at I Am Taryn Lamp, and it's also going to be on Apple Podcast at the Taryn Lamp Show. So make sure you're liking, following, sharing, subscribing. I would like that you said, um, and I, I also personal train, and um, I also tell people to trust the process. But I also tell people, um, I like that you said, you know, you could, you, you can show them what to do one day if they can work with you, but they have to do the work on their own. And that I liken that a lot to uh, working out, right? Like people always ask me like, oh my gosh, I want to do this, I want to do that. And they come train with me one day a week and then expect, you know, and I'm like, it's not miracles. You're going to have to do some work on your own. You're going to have to watch your eating. You're going to have to train on your own. Being with me one hour a week is not, does not a weight loss journey make, you know what I mean? like. And you have to do the work on your own. I think that's hard because I think, like you're saying, you have all these other things because I think the trusting yourself is its one of the hardest for people. Yeah. It's like where I mean, I can see a lot of us, myself included, you know, getting stuck. And then I also see that bump in the road thing um, becoming an issue, you know, because when you feel like there's you, you got a little bump in the road, you don't see it as like you said you don't see it as your step forward, you see it as your step backward yeah. you know and, and you're trying to teach us we need to see this as as progress and as moving forward and kind of not so much because at that bump in the road, I would imagine gets you back here yeah
1: yes, and I will say like miracles in our work really do happen, and you could meet with us for an hour and have miracles in your life, but if you really want to continue those miracles and you want to continue to live your life with no trauma, and what I mean by that is to really rid yourself of the trauma, we're going to get you to a place of you having a foundation, right, to stand. But you got to get yourself, you've got to continue to keep yourself there. You've got to. And what I mean by that is you can stay there with us for a certain period of time, but There's a point where there's just gonna be something new that comes up and if you don't work through it, it's gonna be from another memory that's just gonna build on itself again. Mm -hmm. So you just have to do it. The other thing I wanted to share that I think is so big, and I see this a lot in the world that we live in. There's so many different things out there now. There are so many different modalities and it's incredible because there are so many different people and so many different people need different things, but what's happening is, oh, um, I came down here, just a second,
0: that was me waving.
1: Um, what happens is people won't stick with one thing. The client stick with one thing to build that emotional foundation of the clients that win. Wow. Yeah. Okay. When you're not willing to stick with something and you're, you're kind of like, I don't like the word window shopping, but you're looking for the next thing you're actually not reaching the fullest part of the method of what is actually going to change your life and the best way to describe this method is it is so simple but it's that life experience that comes up it's the new stuff that comes up that really allows especially me and my role at revival society to show you how to implement it into your everyday life But for some people, and this is just honesty right here, some people are like, three sessions done. Like, oh my God, you changed my life. Oh my God, I have a relationship with my mom now. I never thought I could have a relationship. Okay, next, now I'm gonna go to the next thing. And it's like, you just missed the whole entire part of the method because you're so focused on the outside world. And I will tell you, I had um, one specific client. I mean, I've had a lot, but I had this one specific woman. her grit and her tenacity and her ability to listen and her ability to hear and and work on her own too and also work with us and to just put in the investment, put in the time, put in the energy, her results were insane. And it's because, right, what you put in is what you get out. But it's just so important for people to understand, like, you you got to show up. Right. You really do. It's not just showing up in person or in session it's really showing up outside the session
0: wow i have so many more questions to ask you so like i said we're definitely i mean i half an hour goes by so fast so i always tell people we'll have you back because i I like to respect your time i I have two superficial questions i'm going to bring it super as we close out one is how did you come up with a name because i really love the name so it
1: it. is Crazy story, and honestly, it's such an intricate story that I don't even fully remember it, but long story short of what I do remember, is I was in the process of changing our last business name. like we already had decided it wasn't flowing, it wasn't working for us anymore. And my sister, who actually is our graphic designer of our website, she she's a different sister. She's not in the business, but she's a graphic designer she had the name for another business and she was using it in a totally different way. And she just said, Oh my gosh, this is, this is meant to be, this is like fate. Like you need to have revival society. Like what you're doing is creating a new society and we're reviving society, right? We're reviving the spirit of society. So revival society is, all about reviving the spirit of actual society also creating a new society for those empaths for those people that absorb emotions for those people that are highly sensitive so they actually feel like they for once in their life have a place to call home and that's really how revival society came to be but the other thing about revival society that we didn't get to talk about is it's all to do with kintsugi and kintsugi is broken pottery. And imagine your favorite piece of pottery on the floor, even just your favorite piece of something that could break. And imagine it. I changed. don't know why.
0: Now it's a lag. You it, it wasn't before. Did you change something? No, I had, I had someone
1: calling me. Is it lagging oh. now? no. Um,
0: no, I think that's okay. better.
1: OK. So with kintsugi, it's that pottery. And it's imagine throwing, like not throwing, but imagine something of your favorite thing falling on the ground that can break and the pieces are shattered everywhere well normally people are just going to throw it away and they're going to get rid of it but with revival society what we do is we help you figure out those puzzle pieces aren't they're not mixing together they're not working out the way you thought they were going to work out and some people they have more pieces scattered and others have just a little bit of pieces scattered. And we help you figure out, like, where those puzzle pieces actually go in your life and really help you stand in those pieces. And that's what creates that gold before in that pottery and creates it to be more beautiful than it ever was
0: before. Well, I like, I like it. I like how you got to, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to know how she got to that name, because I really, I'm sure you get a lot of compliments. OK, guys, this is The Taryn Lamb Show, Season 8, Episode 3. We're going to go over just a tad bit, because everybody knows the question I asked last. So Danielle, this is always a surprise question because no one ever listens to the prior episodes before they come on. So everyone's like, what? So I, um, I I, have to admit it. So this is one of those things. Save all these little cats in my backyard. It's a whole situation I got going on. And you know what they say, curiosity in the cat. So my question for you is, what are you curious about? Ooh! It, it always gets everyone, but if every if, if we, no one he, hears the the ones before, because I ask it on every every show, I ask the same that same last question. Send us out, and everyone says the same thing you say. Ooh! Oh, it's just so good. Um, I mean,
1: I could talk about this for a long time, but I'd say what I'm curious about is just understanding why. We're not getting it as a society. Like, why people are still in so much pain. Like, I know why people are in pain. I really do, and I'm not saying that like, oh, I know. Like, I'm just saying I know why certain people are killing themselves. I know why there's so much suicide in the world. I know there are people that are empaths that, right, that are. So I know that answer. But my my question and what I'm really curious about is, why aren't people getting it? Why aren't we understanding that there are so many people? right we we could go into this for a long time Darren we should talk about this later but why are there so many people in our world that we look up to that are no longer here with us right and i just wonder why people aren't where well, we're just not getting us as a society what i mean by that is it's not just revival society reviving spirit right it's not just us it's right everyone getting along with the therapist. It's everyone getting along with the doctors. It's everyone getting along with the chiropractic. It's everyone cohesively getting along so that everyone can figure out, okay, where is actually my place in society? How can I actually help this person and not hurt this person, right? And I truly believe there's a place for everyone, but I'm just curious why we haven't really figured that out. yet.
0: As humankind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get it that I I get where you're going with it it's like why why haven't we gotten that we're all in this together
1: yeah we could say it more simple like absolutely why haven't we understood that why are we so mean to each other I mean I know why we're mean to each other but why aren't people taking responsibility for themselves and why are we mean to
0: ourselves, ourselves you know okay guys this is the Taryn Lamb Show. We, Sorry, we went a little bit over, but I had to get that question out, and I had to tell her that I love the name. So this is the Taryn Lamb Show. Season number eight. This is episode number three. We are here Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8.30 for my East Coast friends and 5.30 for my Pacific Coast friends. We are also on YouTube, so this episode will be on YouTube. This full episode, uh, visual and audio, will be on YouTube at I Am Taryn Lamb. And the audio will be on Apple Podcasts at the Taryn Lamp Show. So please make sure you're liking, following, sharing, subscribing. This show, you guys, is by word of mouth. This show is, everyone comes on here by volunteer. This show is just kind of like Danielle was saying. I'm trying to, you know, connect us all, love us all. It's all, we're all in this together, this humankind thing. And it's so great. Every Tuesday, I get to talk to someone about their journey. And it could be, A big journey a small journey a journey in between danielle is serving others by helping them kind of you know i i feel like you're kind of helping people get it you know like get it you're just helping them get it you know get down to their
1: yeah i never heard that before i heard something similar from a the client previously but i haven't heard it like that yet like
0: because you're uh, um oh my gosh like you said we could talk about this forever because you're really digging deep. You know what I mean? To, when, when I mean it, it's like going down, 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 down to get to the center of it. That's what I mean by get it. It's yeah. not just on the superficial level. It's like like a drill, yes. like getting it, getting the bullseye. So anyway, we could talk about this another time at another show, because I, I am very intrigued by it. And I, and I think you know I love what you're doing. Uh, and I can see how just in this little short time, I'm going to take away the quote, guys. I'm going to take away the quote, do I feel it in my own body? And learn from that lesson. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me. I so apologize. We went five minutes over. This is the and Lamb Show, seasons eight. I don't know why I keep saying six. Season eight, episode three. Be good to yourself and each other. And until next time, thank you. Bye-bye.